Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 143rd episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who are looking for a job in this post-COVID job market an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is the 101st episode as part of my partnership with the Avail List, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back to work. For this episode, we have Michael Walsh, who's most recently an ACD art director at Familiar Creatures. You know, Michael, really happy to have you here. Yeah, thank you. Glad to be here. Of course, maybe just start off by telling everyone how you've been dealing with the last two years. It's been a little bit crazy, but... Yes, very, uh, very interesting times we're still going through. Um, the past two years have been honestly very busy, uh, which is good um, because there's plenty of distractions out there and it's been kind of nice to have uh, a distraction from all the those kind of chaotic things going on in the background. Um, so yeah, the, you know, the pandemic kind of started and I was with familiar creatures um, down in Richmond, Virginia. And it's, you know, a very uh, young agency, very, it was very small at the time. And we were just navigating like uh, pandemic life like everyone else, but uh, things were maybe even more heightened just given the the nature of, of that kind of we didn't have the big big shiny clients to to kind of sleep easy at night so uh we had to work a little bit harder and and make sure we could weather the storm um so yeah that was that was my 2020 um uh, and then began freelancing pretty much full-time end of 2020 basically uh, beginning of 2021 um, and 2021 was really busy uh, luckily had a lot of a lot of clients a lot of uh, projects going on and stayed stayed nice and busy so hoping to continue that and yeah awesome to have, have been busy and get some of those freelance gigs as kind of projects and jobs started opening up again yeah do you, do you see yourself wanting to continue freelance or you're looking for something full-time i I usually tell people that I would do full-time for like the right role. Um, I think it would have to be something I'm really passionate about, maybe uh, maybe cause-related, maybe a brand that I could really get behind, um, maybe an agency that I've just always wanted to work work for. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm liking the freelance, freelance life and enjoying the flexibility and the freedom of it. And um, you know, maybe if I start to hear crickets more, I'll, I'll change my tune. But um, yeah, so so far, that's my plan. Yeah, yeah totally. That that makes sense. Do you have a preference? It sounds like you're open to both, whether it's agency side or, or going client brand side. Open to both. Um, yeah, yeah, I would just have to, it kind of depends, you know. Um, there's so, so many factors. And I think remote work is is important part of it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to rock the boat too much yet. And, you know, maybe just tell everyone now a little bit about yourself. You know, you started touching on it, but some clients you've worked on, how you got into the industry, you know, some agencies you've worked at. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I always kind of knew what I didn't want to do, like math or science basically. Um, and had a great uh, internship, uh, my senior year of high school, actually, 
um, did like a mentorship program and I uh, worked under a guy named Alan um, in my area and he ran a small little design shop that did some really great work. And I think that really just kind of set the stage for like what was possible and um, then started to get into to graphic design a little bit more and uh, you know honestly didn't take an art class until I got to college um, and then uh, took on graphic design as a major after my communication started with communications and um, like a PR track and then added the graphic design a year after that. Um, and basically after college just had some internships that turned into full-time gigs i wound up i'm from virginia originally um and wound up in boston uh right out of school at uh arnold first off and um it made it made it through like nine months or so and got laid off um like very early on and you know the my first boston winter so it was uh just it was a dark time you know a dark time to prepare prepare me for other dark times maybe um but luckily i had had a previous internship at, at mullen and uh they uh picked me back up and you know i was only only uh wandering in the cold for a few months <laughs> there so um was able to start off with them and had a good run with Mullen really did some great like social work worked on um geez we worked on century 21 um for a while uh jet blue um us cellular was another another client there um I'm really racking my brain that was like 10 10 years ago now um and then after that i started at digitas in boston uh, on the General Motors team. So I was working on Buick and GMC and had a lot of fun with that. Uh, produced a lot of like video content, which was fun. Went on a lot of like interesting shoots for vehicles that have yet to be released yet. Um, so that was a whole nother like um, whole nother skill set, like learning how to shoot a backplate yeah. and then putting the car in and CG afterwards. Um, just a lot of like fun stuff like that. Um, and then kind of transitioned onto the Bank of America team uh, at Digitas for the last couple of years. And then the the project that I'm really proud of at Digitas was the uh, JFK Moonshot. Uh, it was a augmented reality app um, and campaign around the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. And it was uh, a pro bono project we did with the JFK library in Boston. And it was, I mean, I don't, I don't think I'll ever work on anything cooler, you know, it was um, just like the perfect, perfect brief. It was like, bring like the moon landing to life for a new generation, basically. And wow people and like get people excited. So it was like a great combination of like space and history and technology, like modern technology. So it was just a lot of fun. We, um, there's a lot about it on my site and I could like do a whole nother- <laughs> um, Separate podcast just for separate, that. Yeah, separate chat about this. Um, but it's really fun. We like did the whole mission, like start to finish 
in AR. Um, it was all real time. So like uh, on uh, July 16th, the rocket launched and like you had to like follow it along the path, like from the earth to the moon. Um, we did like a live stream of it on Twitch for like five days. Um, there, there was a, we did like the first full scale like replica of the rocket. So it's like 300 some feet tall um, and launched that from outside of the, the library itself. So it was just a really cool like awesome. virtual event, but also like a live in-person event. And people uh, actually came like on a morning, like a Tuesday morning uh, in the summer and like held their phones up and like watched the rocket go off. So it was just like a very uh, cool experience. Um, just a cool thing to recreate. And uh, luckily, you know, got a lot of recognition for it, did well at, at some of the award shows. And um, it's just stuff like beyond that, I was like really proud to work on it. Uh, had a great team and it was a very complicated thing we were doing for you know pro bono work um on top of our paid work so i just like that was really it was a really fun time um and the team was was so like dedicated and like on a mission so it was really it was, it was a good one yeah that's awesome i love bridging the gap between digital execution but real world stunt to highlight whatever the digital aspect is really cool bringing those two worlds to life. yeah yeah and i love that you know you got into the industry like most of us do you know all right i'm terrible at math where where does that lead me it's like all right exactly creative thinking outside the box all that stuff but yeah i don't have to do anything with numbers for quite some time which is great yeah yeah that might be the only downside of, of freelancing is when tax time rolls around you're like Oh yeah, I need to uh, be on top of things. So I need some help here, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You touched on it a little bit that you, you know, studied graphic design. Now, you know, you're more art direction. Do you dabble in, you know, graphic design, or do you prefer doing the like concepting, art directing, and you know, can do both, of course, but less design work and more concepting. I I like a healthy balance, to be honest with you. I really do like the conceptual work and like just coming up with the idea. I think that's always been really fun, like having a blank slate. Um, but the design, the design part's really fun too. You know, I don't, I feel like I don't get to do it as much like a blank slate design work. Um, but I, I do enjoy just trying, you know, trying to come up with something eye catching at, at the end of the day. Totally. And, and again, you touched on it of being open to freelance, being open to, you know, agency or in-house, what else would you say you're looking for in your next role? You know, what kind of work do you maybe want to do? Do you want a big shop, small shop? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I think for me, I feel like it's like the assignments, you know, um, if they have like something you can kind of sink your teeth into and like get excited about. I know that's like, you know, everyone's dream, you know, like I'd love another another brief like jfk moonshot right like uh that's probably not going to happen but you know just some like a new a new product that's interesting a new um industry you know i feel like there's so many uh new things beyond cars and soda and you know whatever else we sell on a day-to-day -day basis so um it'd be it'd be cool to kind of branch out into some of those kind of emerging technologies yeah 
No, I, I totally agree. I think that space is really interesting. And there are a bunch of agencies that want to be doing that type of stuff. So yeah, nice to be. What are some of your best work qualities? Oh boy. Um, that's a great question. Um, I was voted like most dependable in high school. So there we go. I want to say that's carried through. Um, yeah, not, not the most fun one to be voted for, but yeah, I, I feel like I, I, I get the job done, you know, maybe might take, take a, a round or two, you know, like anything, but, um, you know, I'm willing to kind of, I don't want to say think outside the box because that's like really cliche, but, um, I do like, like the pie in the sky, like thoughts, you know, like the what if sort of scenarios and um, just trying to come to a solution that's a little bit more unique. Um, so that I feel like that's probably another top, top quality. Yeah, I think both are really important. Definitely being dependable in this industry and others. So much to be done all the time. So to be able to yeah. delegate work and trust that someone will get it done and get it done well is, is really important. Yeah, totally. Tell me a little bit about the creative cabinet and, and what that is. Yeah, so that's um, that's kind of another thing that's kept me busy the last few years. Um, creative cabinet is something that I started uh, back in 2017. It was kind of a post post Trump reaction project. Um, I you know wanted to do something, and I knew a lot of like my creative coworkers uh, felt the same way. You know, I think we were all like looking for something to do um, and like going to whatever the protest was that week, like was great. And uh, but I felt like there could be more um, to do. So uh, to basically a group that matches uh, people with skills like creative skills and ad industry or um, creative fields with down ballot political candidates. Um, so there was also kind of like this up upswell of young, diverse, progressive uh, candidates running for office uh, that were also inspired by Trump's election. So uh, they needed, you know, all sorts of marketing help. You know, there's a, it's like, you know, the, the more work we've done with it, it, it really is like, um, just like a campaign for any other product or movie or whatever, you know, there's a, there's a date that this action needs to take place and you got to convince people to get off their couch. So um, I felt like we brought a lot of really valuable skills to the table and we uh, helped some really awesome candidates that are doing, you know, the, the grunt work and like keeping school boards intact and like keeping, you know, like mask mandates in place when they should be. And, you know, like, so the, the down ballot nature, the local candidates, like those are the ones that like don't have the money, but also have some of the greatest impact on your day-to-day -day life. So we, we thought that was a good place to focus and yeah, basically we just match, match people up. So if, you want like a little side project that's, you know, not banner ads or whatever. Um, you can help a candidate in Texas or, or Arizona, or wherever 
maybe it's your hometown, help them out and um, help them with their logo, help them with the social media marketing, you know, um, we just have so many skills to, to lend. Um, and it's been really great. You know, we, we've gotten a lot of, a lot of um, volunteers and a lot of helped a lot of candidates um, the last few years. So it's been really fun. That's awesome. Really cool. Love kind of the passion projects where you can flex your creativity, but at the same time, do something you know you're passionate about. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a good balance. Yeah. Lends me to my next question of what else do you kind of do outside of work? Yeah. Um, yeah. Creative cabinet is a big, a big, um, I don't want to call it a time suck. Um, cause it is, it's fun. Um, that's a big one. Um, geez. I mean, been tough to, to do too much, but a lot of hikes and walks and, um, kind of getting out and seeing, seeing the neighborhood. Uh, just, we just moved to a new house. So there's like, you know, a little, a new, a new old house. So lots of like little, little things to fix. And so that's been fun. Um, but yeah, yeah. Just trying to stay, stay mobile because <laughs> yeah, we just sit, sit in this room for many hours. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean, the last thing really for me is if there's a dream agency, client, brand, someone you want to give a little shout out to. That's a great question. Um, I, I feel like being in Richmond, you kind of have to give props to the Martin agency. Um, they're like, even growing up, like early, early days, um, you kind of knew who they were and um, all the great campaigns and great work they've done. So um, yeah, I've always really admired their work and the leadership there. And it's, uh, I feel like it's, it's kind of like one of Richmond's claim claims to fame. So, um, yeah, um, I'll always like what they do. Nice. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're great. Some of the work they're putting out is, is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really it for me. I appreciate you, you hopping on and, and talking. Yeah. Yeah. This was great. Appreciate, uh, appreciate you doing this. Of course. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, I would say, Email is probably the best, and that's uh, M Walsh W A L S H zero two two at gmail dot com, and then my website is uh, my last name Walsh did did that D I D T H A T dot com. Awesome, love that, and I'll I'll share both of those when I post this in, in a week or two. But that's yeah. it. Appreciate it, and that's a wrap the 143rd episode of Bouncing Back. You know, anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com or check out the availlist.com for large list of people who are ready to get back to work in the industry. You can also check out these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts when you're bouncing back and advertising. Thanks so much, man. Thank you.